Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 65. What is up, dude? <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Kaz. We're so we're so sorry that we missed you guys last week and that we did not publish an episode, but you know, sometimes you gotta go on vacation. Sometimes you have to go on a honeymoon. Sometimes <laughs> Yeah, just to clarify, that wasn't like uh, us missing last week's episode wasn't like a like a just like a we just didn't feel like doing it. I mean, honestly, um, we had pre-recorded a bunch of episodes already. I was out of town for my honeymoon, and all the wedding planning was going nuts before then. Mike was going nuts with his work and everything like that, just because it was pretty. I, I mean, that was around SIHH, right? Just so I'm- dude, I I was uh, yeah, I was uh, I was at Islands of Adventure with my laptop. Oh my god! I actually, have, I, I had to stop sometimes to to take care of take care of business. Yeah, that's fine. I, um, I don't want you to have to worry about work while you were like here, like hanging out. No, it it's, 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 it's cool, man. It's you know, it doesn't take that long. And I was just surprised that the park had Wi-Fi. Oh it yeah, no, it's got cool. Wi-Fi. Michael, this is two thousand. This is two thousand eighteen. If something doesn't have Wi-Fi, people write. Right. <laughs> I'm like I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere on Disney property is Wi-Fi. It also makes them easier to track you. Yeah, perfect. And so I'm pretty awesome. sure I'm I'm, no, I'm I'm not surprised Universal follows in suit. But yeah, so that was the reason why um, you know, we made the executive the painful executive decision to to, to not do an episode. It just it just wasn't in the cards. So so. But we we gave away a watch. Yeah, we did. We did. The, that was that was so cool. That went off like so much cooler than I thought it was. So yeah, our our, our sincere and humblest apologies for not putting on the episode. But we're really happy. That everyone enjoyed and everyone entered into our super quick 24-hour flash giveaway. We gave away a watch in lieu of the episode. Uh, not, uh, not being, I have, I have no idea if I'm using it in lieu properly, but I don't give a fuck. But, I, uh, I would say so. Yeah. But despite the fact the episode wasn't there, we did a flash giveaway. Um, Michael, what did we give away? How many How many Patek Phillips <coughs> did we give away? We gave away, we gave away a Patek 5712. Don't know what that means. And uh, the lucky winner is uh, Jim from West Palm Beach. <laughs> uh, no, we gave away a Marathon Pilot Navigator. So cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it's off to its uh, its new uh, owner right now. We we announced it on our Instagram. Uh, don't remember the username off the top of my head, but um, yeah, hope you enjoy the watch, man. Uh, sent the watch with uh, some some straps as well, so. Kind of a fun, fun pilot watch yeah. that uh, he'll enjoy, I'm sure. The thing was super cool. I mean, I think a lot of people, hold on, I'm looking for, oh, there it is. Sorry, as I punched the microphone. It's going to be one of those days, guys. Um, I think most people were just surprised that you were giving the watch away because my impressions were you you always liked that watch, but I think you saw a really cool opportunity to just share it with the watch family. So I think that's why. I, 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 I think it was super cool. You know what? Watches watches come and go, and sometimes you learn everything that you need from a watch. And sometimes, rather than you know, put it up on Reddit and you know, haggle for like the two bucks that you're gonna get by the time <laughs> you 
<laughs> you agree on a price and then after like i don't know paypal takes like 75 cents there's just there's no point you know there's no point makes sense to give it back to the community so just to reiterate the winner of that show because i have the username here in front of me it was c king i'm gonna fuck this up fournier fournier c i would say fournier c king c king fornication that's definitely not the name ck fournier did a really so the, the 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 to enter the contest you basically had to do a really fun shot using our logo. So it could be a low, it could be something that you did with like, like our logo on a cell phone screen, which people did, our logo on a computer screen or something like that. Um, and then we got a lot of really, really cool, unique ones. And and uh, I'm just gonna say Sea King because I don't really, like, I, I'm tired of fucking up your name, I'm sorry, dude. I'm, I'm illiterate if no one was able to uh, uh, get that from the show. At this point, uh, six episode, episodes in, I don't know how to read. Um, <laughs> what Sea King had really done was he had basically, I guess they had gotten a metric fuck ton of snow where he lives yeah, like, he's in he's in St. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hoth. He lives in Hoth. So he walked outside. <laughs> he walked outside in his Tauntaun Ranch and he wrote the TBWS logo like in the snow. And that was the, And he and he lost a finger. And he lost a finger. Uh, uh, uh you know, blessings be upon his lost fingertip. Tis gone forever now. But yeah, and that, that was I thought that was so cool. Um and we thought small consolation for losing the uh, uh pointer finger of his left hand would be to you know give you know, give him a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt right. <laughs> but yeah, so, so hooray! What did you say? I said hooray! Hooray! Dismemberment. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, uh, so thank you again to everyone that entered. We're going to be doing this more often. I think. I feel like with the the, the idea of the flash giveaway um, to bridge the gap between our normal four thousand, five thousand. 6,000 follower giveaway things. You know what I'm saying? By the way, we hit yeah. we hit 4,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I don't know what you people do with your lives on social media, but I guess thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. No, it really, <laughs> really means a lot. I feel like a lot of the new, uh, new listeners, new, new, my learned stability is in, is in full force at this moment. I feel like a lot of new listeners are jumping in, and that's super cool. Um, I love that. I love the fact that we're getting such a great mix of people who've been collecting for a long time or people who are just starting to collect now or people who collected maybe one thing within watches and they're kind of branching out. I just think it's one of those things that we always try and do on the show and it's just we want you to be the most authentic version of the watch collector that only you can be. And I think that, I think we're you know slowly doing that one dick joke at a time. So knowing that we're we're Reaching more ears, just it's just super cool, and everyone everyone's awesome. Like you know, we we get much less hate mail than we did when we were first starting out. We got a lot of hate mail when we were first starting out. Not really. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious. <laughs> less, less than I was expecting. Much less than I, yeah. I I the 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 the, the Instagram urology community is much more accepting of just just blue ass dirty jokes than I was anticipating. But um yeah. but yeah so um. Looking forward to doing that more. We have to, Michael, we have to figure out what the hell we're going to give away for the 4,000 follower giveaway now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're getting better at, at giving things away. So I'm so. sure we'll come up with something fun. Yeah. Um, but until then, should we kind of give everyone an idea of what today's episode is about? Today's episode is a special episode because as you people probably know, uh, I just got married. I got married on the 12th of January, so at the time of this recording, that was mm, fucking, I don't know, 13 days ago? 12 days ago? I can't do... And you, and you just came back to, to planet Earth. <laughs> I, I really wish I didn't have to, man. It was nice out there, dude. It was... Oh, it was nice. 
just hanging out. But um, but yeah, so um, I've been super unplugged. Like to, to Michael's point, I just just come back to Earth. I've been super unplugged from everything. I didn't have my phone. I didn't have my laptop. I didn't have my cats, dude. We had a, we had a fucking cat sitter here. Hold on, speaking of cats. Hey, stop it. Hey, get down, get down. <laughs> Mr. President, sweetheart, stop that. I'm responsible for you. Stop that. Whatever, dude. Fuck it. But um, so I don't know what's happened in the watch world. I've, I, 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 I literally, what's funny is, Michael, I didn't even have access to our email because for some reason the Disney Wi-Fi. I broke it. Didn't, you, broke know, you, you can say it. I, I you broke the break, email. No, baby, you didn't break nothing. You didn't break it. Disney's weird ass Wi-Fi broke our Gmail. So you had to change the password like the day before I left um, for my honeymoon cruise. And so email passwords were the last fucking thing like on my mind. You know what I mean? So. I haven't even gotten any of our fucking two book watch knobs emails at this point. So if you're waiting to hear a response from me, uh, I'm going to be going through a lot of that stuff. <laughs> if, there, if, there's, if there's anything outstanding, I haven't looked. I mean, Michael, you, you know better than I would right now. So, um, but uh, the point of this episode is Mike's going to catch me up, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about SIHH. We're going to talk about other stuff. We're going to talk about fun stuff. At the same time, I'm also just going to be telling people how the wedding went because I know a lot of people are super curious how my honeymoon went, any watch-related specific events tied to both of those instances. Uh, and there were some really, really cool like watch events that happened on my wedding and my honeymoon, which I'm really excited to talk about. But um, before that, Michael, is it time? Is it time? I haven't said this in so I haven't said this in so long. Is it time to honor tradition? Yep, it's time. It's time to honor tradition. Let us do the watch fast. I'm talking way too much as normal. Baby, what you wear? <laughs> so, so for the wrist <laughs> check, um, I'm actually wearing a special watch that you gave me not long ago, and it was for your wedding. Um, the, the the Rolex Daytona <clears throat> Platinum uh, Dragon Scaled. What else? What else is in there? It's it's the Lenny Kravitz uh, Rolex Daytona. Is there a Lenny Kravitz Rolex Daytona? There is. That's a different story oh for a God, different time. So you have no idea how happy you made me. <laughs> no. So this is. Uh, I have the the correct name here. It's the Orient Classic Envoy, mm-hmm. and you you gave it to to all of your your groomsmen, and I really I really appreciate that. It's a it's a cool watch. Not something I was expecting. So thank you. Yeah, no um, doubt. Yeah, it was the it was the groomsman watch. I'm happy. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I feel like it's not something you would have gotten normally, but I decided to take a risk. Oh, but I've been wearing it. I've been wearing it a lot, actually. Oh, yeah? Nice. Um, yeah, so much that the you know the strap has started to get you know soft. Um, and for those that aren't familiar with the Envoy, it's basically a, a, a dressy orient. This is a black dial with uh, you know Roman, uh, Roman numerals, kind of Breguet-esque hands. Mm-hmm. And over at nine o'clock, it has uh, what people usually refer to as an open heart display. So you can see the, um, you know, you can see the escapement and the, you know, the tuning fork uh, fucking about and uh, not tuning fork, the pallet fork. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, no loom on this one. This is this is kind of like a, a true dress watch, dress I would watch. say. Yeah. And it went it went well with our with our suits. And um, yeah, I, I never I never had any experience with uh, like an open heart watch. I never thought I'd I'd like one, but this one is actually 
I think it's pretty cool. Some people really hate on it because I think a lot of times when brands um, go for that little design, they try to make the watch seem more complicated than it actually is. Right. Some people will put them at six o'clock to make it look like it's a tourbillon or <laughs> something like that, but it's not, you know. I got you a $200 Orient tourbillon, tourbillon <laughs> flying triple reach around access. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know watch release. And this is, so this, it's actually kind of big for a dress watch, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't comical, you know, mm-hmm. when we wore it with our suits. It's 43 millimeters. Right. Um, 50 meters of water resistance, which is, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's more than I was expecting. Don't take it in the water. I won't. I won't. <laughs> and the, uh, the movement here is the Orient Caliber F6T22. Cool it's movement. an automatic movement with ha- hacking and hand one. Mm-hmm. So very cool. The, the crystal is also mineral. It's, uh, it's boxy. It's not like a box sapphire crystal, but it's, it's boxy. You know, it, it's it's a proud crystal, but it's not like a crazy dome or anything like that. And then the strap, I think, is like, um, I think it's alligator, like alligator leather. It's it's calfskin pressed alligator, I think. How, how do you do that? Well, first you kill a cow with a club. <clears throat> and a gator at the same time? You kill the cow and a gator at the same time. You stew them in a big pot, a big old, big old, big old, big old <laughs> pot. Stew them together. And then, and then the croc strap is born. No, I think what you do is I think you just, I don't know. I'm not like a strapologist over here, dude. I think if you just have like a regular strap, I think you can press the alligator prints on it. Or, or I might be thinking of something else. Hmm. I might be thinking of some BDSM shit in all honesty. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not entirely sure how, how a leather strap works. EA8. EA8, are you there? I don't think he's here. Give us, give us a call. Give right us a now. call, dude. I know you can hear me, bro. Give me a call. Give us a call next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should check out EA Eight's channel. E, I'm gonna fuck that. E A Eight's channel, um, and his leather working channel. Really, really cool stuff. He actually does make leather straps. Uh, uh, that wasn't just like a random joke. And they're 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 killer, man. I, I have some on for my watches. I put them on the feet before. I'll put them on the feet again. Really, definitely worth checking out if you're looking for a leather strap. That's honestly just super unique and that's just special. My the straps that I have just feel super special. So, but yeah. I'm, but I'm glad you like that watch, man. The, it was a tough choice in the Envoy because it is a larger dress watch, but it's thin. Um, I I think I think Orion. I don't know how they pull it off, but we were looking at some of them at Wind Up, and I almost feel like I was more interested in their dressier models than like whatever other stuff they had there. Yeah. You know, like the sun, the sun and moon and whatever. And I think I saw an envoy and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like they're, they're big, but they're not like stupid big. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, it comes in stainless steel with a black, this is stainless steel with a black dial. You can get it stainless steel with a white dial. And then there's another version that's like rose gold ish plated right? Uh, with a white dial. So different, you know, different flavors. And I mean, honestly, man, like... I don't even have to worry about dress watches anymore between like this and some other stuff that I have now. It's, it's not even, it's not even an urgent need for me to get a dress watch. Cause this thing works really well. And actually today I just wore it with jeans and like a long sleeve t-shirt. So nice. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I think, I think the size helps it, um, appear a little more casual. Exactly. And the thing is it has good wrist presence. It has, it has dress watch characteristics, but it has good everyday 
wrist presence. And the thing is, the caliber in there, dude, is just kill. It's just killer. It's an in-house orient. I mean, like you said, it's automatic hand wound. It also hacks. It's it's just an all-around great watch. I love the hands on it. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why, but open heart watches to me, for some reason in my brain, I've always associated them with weddings, and I don't know why. I just don't know why. That's that's cool. It's cool that you mentioned the movement too, and and the whole open heart thing. One thing that I noticed about this watch, so this is the first open heart watch that I ever own mm-hmm. and spend a lot of time with. Um, and I don't know if it's just me, and maybe other people can chime in, but I think it has something <laughs> to do with um, the watch having less dial <laughs> than a normal watch, but it's actually it's actually quite loud. So I was just uh, I was. I was working today and it's super quiet. I'm here by myself, just typing away. And then I hear it just like the TikTok, and it's, it's quite loud. And I, th- I think it has something to do with like that hole being cut out there. That but and tra- also, charming, charming overall. I'd say that is also just the case that you might be used to like dive watches, dive watches. You don't hear the click because the cases are, are, are constructed in such a way where they're supposed to keep elements out. I hear uh, I have the same situation with dress watches in, in my case as well. You hear them ticking because they're not really properly water resistances. If that makes sense, water resistance die. You know yeah, so? yeah. So, I think also the the thinness or thickness of the case because the the Speedmaster is actually pretty loud too. If I'm just uh, really like working by myself, it's it's quite loud. I'd say. Hmm. I'm happy to hear you like that watch, man. It was um it was a tough for me. It was a tough choice for a while. I had I had. A lot of ideas, but then I I, I found the Orient Envoy. Um, I mean, serendipi- serendipitously, and I'm just like, oh shit! Like this, like this clicks. This feels right. It also goes really well with the with the Raketa Big Zero, which was my wedding watch. Got a really really cool group wrist shot. I was able to convince the wedding photographer to do one. Um, so um, that'll be on the feed. I think that'll be. Yeah, we talked about this. That'll the group wrist shot from my wedding of all the groomsmen. And me with the, with our watches and shit. It's going to be the main photo for this podcast on the feed uh, when this when this goes live on Monday, uh, Monday the 20th. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one whatever that's the way whatever, whatever day you guys listen to it. That's when it went live. That's that's just how time works. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm 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 super happy because I was honestly I was worried about you and my buddy Evan. Who who who's my best man? Not liking the watch the most. Mark. Was, no, we all we all we all really liked it. So yeah. thank you. Evan was super into it. The thing is, he told me he hates watches. So like, and he's he's. I mean, I mean, he, I'm jealous. He's he's sending us pictures now all the time. So he's he's wearing it. So I'm really I'm really happy he dug it. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm wearing. How about you? I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. It was my wedding watch. Um. I had a really great memory with this watch, and I was actually able to immortalize it on the feed. I saved it to our profile in one of our highlighted story segments. It is captioned "Just Married." So the day of my the day of my wedding, um, you know, we did the marriage, the ceremony, and then everyone hung out, and then we went and did the reception dinner, and the dinner was insane. I'll go into more detail about this later. And then it was all crazy, and then there was so much food left over from the reception that like. I didn't want it to go to waste, and my dad's like, "Oh, just go, home. just go back to your apartment and freeze it." And the thing is, like, I hadn't been in my apartment for a few days because we were staying in the Disney hotel, you know, since like a few days before the wedding even started. But, but I only lived a few minutes from there, so I'm like, "Yeah, you know, what? I'll, I'll, I'll go home and just freeze the food." And so I don't really, I don't know how long it takes me to like do things. You know what I mean? 
So okay. I took all the food from the reception to my apartment and I'm like, oh, I'll just throw it all in the freezer. Yeah, it took me like two hours. <laughs> and so my tired new wife is just in our hotel room texting me like, hey, are you coming back? I'm like, babe, one second. I am stuffing some orange chicken into a plastic bag. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> eventually I get back to the hotel and I'm in the elevator and um, uh, I look at my watch and then I'm like, I should do a story segment. And so I did a story segment in the elevator of my ring, me wearing my ring on the first day that I got it, my my wedding my wedding band, which I like very very much, and then me doing a like a wrist shot with the with the Raketa Big Zero in the elevator. So you guys can go and check out our Instagram profile. I'll see if I can figure out how to throw it up on Facebook as well. If anyone's not on Instagram, and so you'll you'll be able to share that super exhausted <laughs> moment. Um, Luckily, I was able to like not be in my wedding clothes during all of that. I think I think you can see that I'm wearing my blue Converse in the shot, but uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. So I'm I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. It was the wedding watch. It was really really great. I love this watch so much. I mean, and I also wore it on the honeymoon during the cruise more than I thought I was going to. You know what I'm saying? Like I I've always been afraid to wear this every time I go on a cruise or go on vacation or something like that. Um, Do you go snorkeling with the Big Zero? Is that what you did? Yeah, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> If I went snorkeling with the big zero, it would have returned to the earth. It would have just, <laughs> it would have just turned back into like carbon and just like, and just ashes. ashes and silt and ashes would have just fallen back barren on the ocean floor. And I'd just be sitting there with a leather strap from Amazon that I bought for seven bucks. It's still like, oh, <laughs> but, um, but should I, should I transition? Should I use my portion of the wrist check to talk about like the wedding and everything? Yeah, it's I'd say so. It was it was cool. I mean, the the wedding itself was, you know, I've I've never done anything like that. Um I was like half like super scared the whole time because I had to hold the thing and keep the thing from flying away oh, and that so was fucking scared, dude. you know. <laughs> that was crazy. But yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd say go for it, you know. I'm 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 wearing a watch from that day and so are you and I think it's a it's a good time to catch people up before I catch you you up on the watch world yeah so basically the wedding was awesome uh there were a lot of like little things that i was worried about a lot of big things that i was worried about but the actual ceremony itself dude i thought it was i, I thought it went really really well nothing went wrong what michael is referencing is the only issue the only issue that was on my mind like the whole day that i was really uncertain about <clears throat> was the weather the way it was it was supposed to rain. It was supposed to be like super windy, and it was super windy. And our when we were getting married, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> when we were when we were getting married, it was outside, like next to a lake on this like garden gazebo thing. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like what am I gonna do? If it if it rains, we can work with that. If it's windy, we're fucked because like Michael. So basically, we did a, a traditional Jewish ceremony because Becky's Jewish, and that's just the way we decided to do it. And so um, traditionally, uh, the bride and the groom, they get married under under what's called a chuppah, which is basically a structure. It's any type of four-cornered, either freestanding um, or like, you know, has to be held uh, covered structure, which is supposed to, it's supposed to symbolically represent like like uh, the new home and hospitality that the, the couple is creating and everything like that. And so there are a couple right. of ways people can go. People can actually either create like a, like a wooden solid structure or what a lot of people do is they'll, they'll basically use um, what's called a, a like like a like a talit, which is like a kind of like a prayer covering prayer shawl thing, and so that's what we did. We used a talit for the upper structure of our chuppah, and we had like bamboo poles that were holding it in the corners. 
But the thing is, the Talit that we were using was Becky's grandfather's that I think he was able to like save during like the Holocaust. And so I'm very, yep. I'm very just like, like why couldn't we just use like a like a Pokemon sheet from my childhood? Like, because I'm just very nervous that something's gonna like I'm just a I'm just a nervous person by nature, and I just feel like something is going to go wrong now that I'm responsible for someone's literal family heirloom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But all of, all of us, we were also invested in protecting <laughs> that thing after stressing about it all basically all morning that like, if anything would have happened, we would like instantly like Rambo that shit. And, like, <laughs> like, it wouldn't go anywhere. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, no, I, I appreciate you, you, Mark, Evan, and then everyone on the bride side just being super aware of that. But like, it was just so windy and it was so windy yeah. and it was just like, it was catching this thing and it was trying to like rip it off like the bamboo poles and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, if this thing blows away, what are my exits? Like, where can I run the quickest? So Becky's family doesn't just like eviscerate me with their feelings. You know what I mean? Like where, <laughs> like where can I go? I have my annual pass on me. Epcot's right there. I can just run and hide in Epcot. That's cool. I have an out. I know my exits. We're good. My 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 my, my SAS training is kicking in. <laughs> 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 but um, now I was super worried about that. But like we worked really hard. The canter was helping us before. And we tied to those poles, and that thing. That thing stayed true like no one's business. It was like, to a certain point, I wasn't even like aware of it anymore, even though it was still blowing really hard. And all you guys hung on to it really well. So like, I I, I, I owe you big time, man. But um, hey, you got me a watch. I got you a watch, man. Got you, got, got you that boy on boy. All the kids want. But uh, <laughs> the wind worked out. What I found very interesting about the ceremony, it was a very small ceremony, 18 people and half of them were in the wedding party. So it was just us getting married in front of like five people, which is totally cool. I thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah. We saw every single type of weather system come through my wedding that you could possibly imagine, except a blizzard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, that's that's accurate. <laughs> like it was, it was, say so. It was sunny, then it was gloomy, then it was hardcore raining, then it was like super windy, and then it was super hot. And I'm like, what the fuck is? It's been 25 minutes. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? But in some weird way, the ceremony I found to be so kind of casual, lighthearted, but traditional that it just worked. Like when the rain really, really hit, everyone just kind of like casually picked up their chairs and moved away from the court, like from the edges of the building. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. And and uh, Evan, my best man, had to like shield our 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 ketubah, our marriage contract, with his body. He 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 MVP'd that hardcore you know what i'm saying yeah he, he was his back was totally so <laughs> i feel so bad man but um <laughs> it was interesting so leading up to it i had all these different um so this is probably one of the more not to sound cheesy but um you know magical moments for me uh, during the wedding leading up to it i was worried about i was worried about you know if the food's gonna be okay, what was gonna happen with this? What's gonna happen with the weather? I'm not doing enough on the story Instagrams. I'm not doing enough for the podcast. I'm not doing enough for watch. I have to do more watch photos. Like I was freaking out. And uh, so the way we did it was um, the gazebo had uh, a left entrance and a right entrance, uh, kind of open aired. And so what we did was we, um, you guys, the wedding party walked in first, and the wedding party walked into a dream is a wish your heart makes from Cinderella. So really, really cool. And there was a violin player that was playing. And she, the violin player was killer. How good was she? 
She was. It, she made it sound like fourteen violins. It was. I don't know how. It was incredible. <laughs> she wasn't using a loop pedal or anything. It was just her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She wasn't yeah. amplified or plugged in or nothing. She was. Oh man, she was so good. I never got to thank her. She like ran away afterwards. She did. She's like next one. No, exactly right. It's just like ah, whatever. You know, you know, another day in the calendar. You know, she just fucking just left. I guess you know. But I, I have to see if I can write her an email or something like that. But um, so you guys walked in this to uh, a dream is your or what's your heart makes a Cinderella. But then Becky and I walked in at the same time so it wasn't traditional where the dude is waiting there checking his watch and the girl walks in we decided to kind of do something uh, uh, fun and special we walked in from either side from either entrance of the of the gazebo structure and we met in the middle and we walked into um once upon a dream from sleeping beauty so really really cool i felt like the song was appropriate and everything like that and i, I and the song is a personal favorite of mine I also do apologize if people are getting too much Disney right now, but I, I'm I like Disney. It's just, it's the same in this household. Okay, good. That song. Okay, oh, yeah, right. I'm telling you, dude. And so we met in the middle t- uh, uh, to that, and um, we we quickly transitioned from meeting in the middle to uh, uh, circling. So circling in Jewish tradition um, is a uh, it's a Jewish tradition, and it's nice and like most things in Judaism, there's 400 explanations for it. But the one that I like the most is. Um, Seven years waiting for Rachel. I think it was, I always fuck this up. It was Jacob or Isaac. I never know. I never get it straight. But it was, uh, uh, so first he got tricked into marrying Leah. Seven years after that, waiting for Rachel. That's the explanation that I've heard. That's the explanation that I've, I've always kind of subscribed to. Um, but traditionally, uh-huh. it's the woman that circles the man seven times. So circling. But we wanted to do something also special. So we transitioned from us meeting to the middle to her circling me three times, me circling her three times, and then us joining hands and doing one circle together, which I thought was super, super cool, you know? Very cool, yeah. But here's what's hilarious. So before that, before we walked and met in the middle, I didn't, like, I wanted the first time I saw her, like, like in the wedding dress and all that stuff, and, I, and she wanted the first time she saw me in my wedding clothing and all that stuff like that, like, to be as we were walking towards each other. So the problem is where I was standing at the gazebo, like, you know, right entrance or whatever. If I was facing where I was supposed to walk, I would have seen her coming. And so we basically made the executive decision that I was going to be facing away. So I had my back for her. But the problem is we had to coordinate walking at the same time, which is <laughs> hard to do if I can't see her, you know? So my yeah. parents were there and I had to rely on my parents to let me know when our Disney wedding planner was giving us the signal that I should start walking. So the problem is, like we mentioned before, it was very windy, and um, Becky had this really beautiful, super long, like, veil, which is, like, great on paper, but on a windy day, it's not always the best choice, you know? Look, nope. look great in pictures, for what it's worth. Very Bon Jovi, okay. you know? With the winds, you know? <laughs> uh, so I had my back to her, and I needed to rely on my, my dad, specifically, to let me know what was happening, the play-by-play, when I just started walking. So, like, I had my back to, to that, and my dad's just saying, okay... I see her. She's walking. She stopped walking. She's talking to someone. I don't know who it is. She seems confused. She's walking. So while he's doing that, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm not going to walk at the right time. I'm not going to be able to break the glass properly. The fucking talit's going to fly away and I'm going to be haunted by ghosts. Oh, this is all This is all kinds of fucks. Like, I, I need to be doing more stuff for the fucking podcast. Why am I not doing a wrist shot right now? What is wrong with me? I'm freaking out. And then my dad's going, okay, she's not moving. She's not moving. She's not moving. I'm like, just tell me when she fucking is moving, dad. Like, I'm having... I'm having an actual panic attack over here for all of the most stupid shit possible. It's like, okay, the wedding planner is giving us the signal. 
let's go. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm walking and I'm, and my dad's saying, oh, you're walking too fast. Oh, slow down. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, I will, I will smack a grown man in front of all these nice people. That's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Not helping me right now, dude. I have a lot on my mind. And so I'm freaking out about all that stuff I mentioned and I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm hearing the violin play. Uh, um, you know, once upon a dream and I'm walking and then I turn, I turn a bit of like a veer corner and then she turns the corner at the same time and I see her and nothing else matters. I see her. I don't care about watches. <laughs> I don't care about, you know, uh, 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 doing story segments. I don't care about food. I don't care about the weather. I don't care about nothing. All I care about is her. All I care about is that girl and the rest of our lives. And it happened in a second. And it was totally worth it. It was totally worth it, dude. Yeah, all and the it worked craziness. out beautifully. I mean, I didn't get a sense of that confusion at all, you know. Uh, so I don't, yeah, wear, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't wear I don't wear my emotions on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I got that. From yeah, my you dad. couldn't you couldn't tell. Everything looked coordinated and, and nice. So yeah, and it was just that was perfect. That was just and ever since that moment, I haven't given a shit about anything <laughs> except just hanging out with her, man. And, that's that's how it is that's how it is like yeah. right after right after the wedding and stuff like yeah everything is pretty pretty magical mm -hmm. um and then you do like your honeymoon and stuff and it was killer man it was so cool and the ceremony was great um ah, i'm trying to think what else happened during the ceremony um i i i don't know i talked to a lot of you guys uh dm and email and i expressed uh my fear that i wasn't going i was going to fuck up stomping on the glass uh, because I'd heard stories about people fucking that up. And so I was convinced if it happened, if something bad happened to someone else, then it will obviously happen to me. Because that's 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 how misfortune works. Right, Michael? It, yeah, I, I would think the same thing. 100%. Okay. And my canter, our, our canter, our, our fishing, a canter sort of like a rabbit. Not really, I'm not going into it. Our canter really fucked me up because she's like, oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen the glass go through people's shoe and, like, stab them in the foot. And I'm like, lady, why the fuck? fuck did you have to put that ridiculous. in my head do you understand i'm afraid of the dark ma'am i don't know right from left i still don't really know how to tie my shoes i just guess i just jumble my shoelaces together until it's over until i can just keep walking. <laughs> uh, you just rub the laces together no really and like <laughs> you're starting a fire seriously and now you're telling me glass will break through my shoe and stab me in my foot like that you're no i don't i don't i don't interpret jokes properly anymore if you're joking so i was freaking out about that and everything but um but you guys helped me practice before when we were all getting dressed. Do you remember that? <laughs> we did. We did. My pants didn't fit for a while. Also, oh, that, was God, that was terrifying. I thought they gave you child's <laughs> pants. I thought they gave me child pants too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the old like, the old Stephen Cleaver over there, dude. <laughs> dude, do you remember the marital scissors? Yeah, there was there was just kind of a random pair of uh, like nose hair scissors or something. It was were grooming scissors, and Becky was extremely adamant. She's like, "Listen, my dad needs these grooming scissors. You make sure you bring them to the room and give them to Kaz, so Kaz can give them to my dad. My dad needs these. These are super. I mean, you don't even think she's getting married today because all she gives a shit about is these fucking scissors. You know what I'm saying?" So they're just like, just make sure he gets these scissors. And so the scissors were there, and we all thought it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. These fucking scissors. You know what I'm saying? But, but we ended up using them like 50 times. It was so useful. Those <laughs> For different things. The marital scissors saved so much. 
They helped me break open that fucking bottle of cologne that I had been saving, cutting off all the tags and bullshit. It was yeah. like opening, opening our watch box. Opening our watch box, dude. The, the 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 marital scissors were the MVP. I think. <laughs> I think MVP lineup goes marital scissors. Evan, my, Evan, my best man. <laughs> and then and then you know the the the, the marriage to leap for not blowing away in the wind. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the go. order of operations for MVP. <laughs> I think. But um, but yeah, I, I I was so afraid they gave you child's pants, dude. I was I I I haphazard my 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 marriage outfit so quickly. I bought my suit and I bought all my shit, but I didn't buy most of the shit until like the day before. You know what I mean? I didn't buy my shoes until like the day before. It's risky, man. It's very risky because I was like going places and they're just like they're like, oh, these are nice shoes. I'm like, oh yeah, they're for my wedding. Oh, that's so nice. When are you getting married? Eighteen hours. Oh. You seem very calm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like all the stress didn't like hit me until like I guess those uh those last few hours. I guess I'm I guess I'm I, I'm an eleventh hour stresser, you know. That's possible. Totally possible. But yeah, it's I think I think it helps that it was a small wedding. Also, no, it was so much fun. Not too not too many moving parts. I'd say exactly, and uh, it, it worked out, you know, beautifully. Yeah, and uh, you rocked that that big zero <laughs> i love that watch i think the watch worked great with the suit that i was wearing i think it worked great with the orient envoys that y'all were wearing i yeah. love i love this watch i'm wearing it right now i love this fucking watch and i'm i was so proud and it sounds weird but just honored to have that watch with me at that moment and that that watch wouldn't have been there for me at that moment if i didn't take the initiative and just for some reason get it you know all those years ago you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Basically wait, wait for the mail to come like two months <laughs> later after you buy it. <laughs> That's the great thing about collecting Russian watches is that it's a great way to give yourself spontaneous Christmas because I can fucking <laughs> promise you when you buy like a USSR watch uh, on eBay, it's going to take two or three months to get to you and you're going to completely forget about it. You're going you to hardcore forget about Christmas. it. <laughs> And then one day it'll be in your doorstep covered in writing and stamps from countries you never even knew existed or have proper governments. This is incredible. Look at all these stamps. Look at the hat this guy's wearing in this stamp. It's like a fez with teeth. Oh, they're having a they're having a they're having a genocide crisis over there. I'm glad their post still works. I'm glad their post is still reliable <laughs> in the midst of their of their uh, uh their, their 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 genocide racial cleansing. You know? Oh god. <laughs> You started it. I didn't start it, man. I did. I did. Uh, but no, the wedding was really, really great. The reception over at uh, Morimoto Asia and D Springs, Disney Springs, that was so much fun. Um, I hope you guys had fun great, too. Great food. Great food. Yeah, it's, Lots they of they food took care for... of us, man. They definitely took care yeah, of us. Yeah. You know? and, um, yeah, I love that place. That's a great place. It's a damn good place. That's the, It's a favorite spot of ours. We go there all the time. It's like a like one of our go-to date night spots. So when we found out we were able to have the reception there, we're like, dude, done. <laughs> fucking done it was a four course meal it was an appetizer appetizer consisted of really cool salad and these uh gyoza dumplings that they do they're really killer second course was um like a lot of mixed sushi offerings so like whatever the chef wanted to make over over his little like little area third course was the entrees and it was peking duck uh really cool orange chicken and this really cool like spiced beef and they made you guys they made the vegans and veggies um it was a pad thai. A ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. We got a ton of stuff. I don't. I don't even remember. It was so much. Shit. Oh really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought they just put like a like a like 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 a whole head of cabbage 
Yeah. Yeah, Enjoy. With like a blowtorch, like, hey, go, go, yeah, go nuts. Like, okay. They slice it in half with a cleaver. (laughs) Cleaver cleaver specifically covered in calf's blood. Um, And then I finally got to see, I finally got to see your dad's uh, Rolex too. That was pretty cool. Oh my god, was he wearing? Obviously, he was wearing. Only, only fucking, he fucking gardens wearing that watch. Yeah, yeah, you got to see, you got to see my dad's Rolex in the metal. You know? Yeah, that was pretty cool. He rocks it, dude. He, he really, really does. He, I, I, I don't know. He can pull off like the two tone gold thing because it's a two tone um, white dial Roman numeral date just from like the seventies or the eighties. It, it's it's killer. I don't think I could ever pull off two tone gold. I, it's tough. Um, the only thing I have going for my going for me in favor of doing that is the brown skin, but I don't know if I could do it. It's easier with the brown skin, I suppose. One day, <laughs> one day, I'll get the two tone blue dial sub. One yeah. day, no, never. One day. There's no, there's no reason for me to watch. <laughs> I should donate that. Should, I'm not going to talk you out of it if that's ever on the table. No, I shouldn't. So don't come to me. I shouldn't. I'll, I would only ever entertain buying that watch if I literally was in a financial spot that it was responsible and comfortable enough for me to do it, and if I could find um, one of the older ones used. I don't like the new sub cases with like the sharper lugs. I like the ones that like have a bit more of a slope to them. I, I have no, I have no more articulate way of explaining. Other than that, you have any idea what I'm talking about? The case Yeah, no, that, that makes them. They they have like the lugs are almost like these very broad shoulders, like a kid that's wearing a like a huge like I, suit coat. I don't. With shoulder yeah, pads. I, I, exactly. I don't want my subcase to have shoulder pads from the '80s. <laughs> I want my subcase to be comfortable naked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's cool. I think on the. You know, all stainless steel, black dial, no date sub, for example, because it just feels like a like a nice chunky sport watch. Exactly, it's more sporty. Um, yes, but I I do with the two tone like and the blue dial. I I do like the the nineties like or not nineties, but like the older mm-hmm. case shape. And you can find them online for between like six and seven thousand bucks. I've seen them before. Not for long, my friend. That that changes every year. Boy, you think it's you think, you think it's gonna go down? Is it gonna go down, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've 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 actually I've actually seen I've actually seen some Rolex models recently spike in price on the used market. Uh, one of them being the one forty sixty, which is the the last no date before they they got the uh, the big old lugs and the ceramic bezel and stuff like that. And surprisingly, the um, the last. 42 no the last 36 millimeter explorer one which is the 14270 yeah i fucking hate um, i hate watches why couldn't we have clicked to something much more economical like gerbils <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> know cheap gerbils are like five dollars or something i think i don't know then I, they, I i can i could i could promise you right now if i walked into a pet smart or a pet store or a child's bedroom with seven thousand or ten thousand dollars, I could buy every single gerbil in that store and then the parents. Sometimes I want to buy all of the uh what are they called? The feeder mice or the feeding mice? Oh, the ones that you just mice. buy for snakes. I just want to buy them all and take them home. Just, you can just take them or or, or or you could just free them. Yeah, just free them. <laughs> I don't know if they'll survive uh, on the streets of I West Seattle. I don't know. I mean rats are rats are pretty smart, man. I mean they rats have survived some fucked up shit, dude. You know, that is true. Well, I guess these are feeder mice. If they were born in, okay, we're getting off topic. Listen, if you guys want to tune into our new podcast, <laughs> Two Broke Feeder Mice Snobs, you can tune in every Tuesday at 4 a.m., all right? Um, 
4 a.m. Eastern. That GMT. I, I have no idea what the fuck. On on PBS. On PBS. Oh my god. We should <laughs> totally. We should have a PBS show, but totally a lot of PBS about what we're what our show is about. We can tell them our. Uh, we can tell them our shows about like interesting bridges. You know what I mean? Like just, oh, just fun bridges we see around the world. But then we'll just talk about dicks and watches for an hour and a half. <laughs> Uh, you think they buy it or what do you i think i think it would work for maybe an episode or four. one one episode <laughs> but um but what else so i just saw the time i do i'm sorry i've been talking so long about my wedding um no no catch us up man if there's anything else the honeymoon we honeymooned on the uh disney magic uh, the uh, the cruise ship. The, so we did a Disney cruise, uh, the Disney Magic. It's the first ship the Disney Cruise Line ever launched, um, and it's the quote unquote smallest ship. Smallest ship. I've always been okay. weary of that. We've been on Disney cruises before. Um, we like them a lot. Uh, we went on the Fantasy and the Dream, and those are the quote unquote the the large like the largest ships, you know. And and so every so when I heard Magic as the smallest ship, I was like, oh, is it going to be weird? I don't know what's going to happen. Blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> is, is, is it going to be like a dinghy? And I'm going to be smelling everyone's breath. Like what? Because that's how the brain works. The brain, or at least my brain, worst case scenario is every scenario. You know what I mean? It was probably still massive, I'm sure. It was huge. <laughs> it was like a town. It was like, you know what I'm saying? It was like yeah, a dude. fucking town on the ocean. It was so cool. I love the Disney magic. Everyone was so fucking nice. The food was great. Um, the ship is awesome because there's also a bunch of bars. There are a bunch of like different themed bars. So there's one bar which has specifically. Oh, I have to tell you about this fucking guy. There's one bar that specifically has like live music with like um, like a like a guitar player and like a singer. There's some areas where like the music will shift. There's one area that's specifically a piano bar. So like whenever you go in there, there'll just be a dude playing piano, and if it's empty, he'll take requests. Um, there's a, there's like an Irish pub in there, you know, it's, it's so cool. So we basically just drank and hung out, but the ship also has a movie theater in it. Oh, nice. And it, Did you see all the movies you wanted to watch? I saw every single movie I wanted to watch. We saw every movie that we wanted to watch. Cause since it's a Disney ship, they have the newest Disney releases on the ship. So even if it's not out on DVD or Netflix or wherever the fuck's happening now these days with the kids and the jazz, it's on the Disney ship. If Disney owns it. So in one nice. in one day, in one on their first day, we just vegged out and sat in the movie theater and in a row we watched Coco. I cried the whole time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking time. I walked in there like, yeah, fucking everyone told me to get cry this movie. I, I don't cry. I'm a man. I'm fucking I'm a fucking man. Five minutes in. <laughs> My fucking ass off. All right. <laughs> After Coco, we saw The Last Jedi finally saw the last jedi in case no nice. one has seen it i'm not going to say anything about it i will just say that for what it was i enjoyed it that is it. it's a movie um, it's certainly it a is movie. certainly a movie i found uh populated with actors actors who are very <laughs> proficient in their craft sometimes uh scenes with actors were set to music music that was scored very finely um in addition after that they then played the newest thor movie so we're like, we're in this movie theater for like eight fucking hours. In between, <laughs> in between the movies, I ran upstairs to like the buffet during lunch because we just, we like didn't like eat a proper lunch that day. And I just grabbed a plate and I just fucking stockpiled pastries. 
I don't know why. Oh, man. Just, that sounds nice. <laughs> right? And so I ran back down to the movie theater and she's like, what do you have? I'm like, babe, I got Danishes. And like, I, I like just showed her the plate. It's just full of all these fucking pastries. So we're just sitting like, we're just like lounging in this movie theater, eating just like sticky, just like disgusting, sugary, delicious pastries and watching these movies. And it was the best thing ever. It was the best thing ever, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, that was nice. that was the first day. <laughs> and then it was also a lot of fun to just kind of walk around the ship and explore the bars. Dude, one of the bars had this guitar player. So the musicians on the Disney Cruise Line ships are fucking excellent. They're incredible, but they're super bored. You know, <laughs> you know, they're super bored. <laughs> so he's so he's like slash, but but playing like power chords the whole time well no well yeah this one guy well it'll be like that basically yeah he'll be doing like power chords and then he'll loop and then he'll do like the melody and it's mainly like disney stuff or like like top, oh, or like okay, top okay. 40 stuff you know what i mean i heard a <laughs> lot of coldplay i was i like coldplay i heard a lot of coldplay you know what i mean <laughs> but they that guy uh, the singer that he was with, um, I forgot what they were called. I'm so sorry. It's like the Firelights or the Fireflies. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out later, and I'll correct myself on the next episode. So if anyone knows what I'm talking about, or if you guys listen to the show, I super apologize. But um, they had like a late night show where it's just like, yeah, we're just gonna play some music that we like chilling out to, and I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. It's it's like 11 p.m. Okay, so everyone's basically asleep. And so it's just Becky and I, and we're sitting in this bar, and they're playing some cool songs, and then he starts playing fucking Purple Rain. Like, okay. He just breaks into Purple Rain, and dude, he killed it. The dude killed it. He, he, he was using an acoustic guitar, but he threw on his fucking wah. You know what I'm saying? And like, <laughs> he, you could tell, it didn't matter if there was people in the room or not, that guy was having a good fucking time playing this nice. fucking song and like he oh it was just that was that was probably one of the, like the highlights of the cruise because he was just killing it on purple rain and i look over at becky and she's never really heard the song before and she turns to me and she's like wow this guy's really good and i'm like yeah babe he really is. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's really really good this is this is the most fun he's having right now so far in our cruise because he's not very cool um <laughs> So uh, I want to leave time to talk about other stuff, but I just want to quickly do some watch highlights for the cruise for my honeymoon. Yeah. Did you take Did you take all of the watches I, like I told you to? I did not take all of the watches because the thing <laughs> is, like I said, after I saw Becky for the first time when she turned the corner and we were officially getting married, I, I, I didn't give a shit about anything. I, I, I just <laughs> Watches suck. <laughs> no, seriously, dude. Watches are dumb. I like love. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, <laughs> like that's, what, that's what happened. And um. But I took four watches with me. I took the Squale, Squale, or the Squale, if you will. <clears throat> the Squale. If you're, from, yeah. if you're from west coast of Florida. That's, that's, that's <laughs> bullshit. I have no idea why I said that. <laughs> uh, I took the, <laughs> took the I'm sorry for any Floridian west coasters. <laughs> Seven of you guys with your long white beaches. Um, uh, white sand beaches, not like race beach, whatever. Uh, I took the Squale. Um, I took the Raketa Big Zero. I took the Seiko Blumo SBDC033, still rolls off the tongue, and I took the Seiko Blue Lagoon. The two watches that saw the most wrist time were the Squala, Atmos 30, and the Raketa Big Zero. I wore the Sumo nice. once, and I didn't wear the Samurai. 
<laughs> Poor samurai. Poor samurai. I wore the sumo on Castaway K, which is Disney's private island, which is the only island we left the ship for. Otherwise, we just we just stayed on the ship because it's that much fun. If you're if you're a Disney fan like um like Becky and I are, the Disney cruises are a lot of fun. Just for the ships, it's just fun to explore the ships. Um, I wore the squalor. Yeah, that sumo, that sumo has gotten some tropical time. Yeah, that, that's also why. I, that's also why I wore it. I wore it because I'm like traditionally, this is the watch that I have worn, like here in Castaway Cay. So nice. gotta wear it. Gotta wear it on the beach, man. So wore that um, once, but otherwise it was split pretty evenly between the Squala and the Raketa Big Zero. Um, I saw some pretty interesting watches on the ship. Some stuff I didn't really expect to see. Uh, or really one I didn't expect to see. I saw a lot of the usual, a lot of like Rolex subs, while subs, you know. This store uh, on the ship was um, selling Ublos, Zeniths, Tag Hoyers, Citizens, and like your 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 standard um, fashion watches. So you know Gucci and um, like Michael Kors and shit like that. But this is right. this this is insane. I saw a bridge officer, or I assume it was a bridge officer with the fucking Speedmaster. That's that's pretty cool. It's so so cool. We were we were we were outside on the top deck, and I was walking with I was walking with Becky, and um, we were walking towards like the there's the there's a there's a coffee bar. They have a coffee bar on the ship. It's called Cove Cafe. For anyone who goes, definitely check it out. We basically went there constantly. It is so good. It's really really cool. So we were on our <laughs> way there, and I passed uh, I passed an officer, and as I was passing him, someone was walking up to him, gave him a clipboard. He flipped open the clipboard, was going through some papers, and was like checking stuff off. And um, that that action of him doing that caused me to just look at his wrists because, like I said, I don't give a shit about watches anymore. I'm in love. <laughs> I looked at his wrists and I'm and I'm like, oh my god, he's wearing a Speedmaster. I should go talk to him. And I'm like, mm, he's probably busy. He looks super busy, <laughs> making sure we all don't die or get killed by pirates. You know what I mean? Yeah, both both things you have to worry about on the open seas. <laughs> Dying and pirates. Dying and pirates, dude. But yeah, dude was rocking a Speedmaster on the bracelet. I honestly didn't get a very good look at it, but the bracelet didn't look like it was anything new or special, so I assumed it was an older one. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was pretty cool. It was it was that was probably the big surprise. Otherwise, oh no, there was one other thing. Michael, I saw something incredible. What's that? I saw an incredibly, an incredibly tired father, surrounded by children, and 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 uh, a wife or a spouse just on her phone the whole time. I saw that incredibly tired vacation dad rocking an orange monster. Oh wow! How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> he was. That's pretty. He cool. was in like the family area, and he was right next to like the ice cream machine because they have free ice cream on the ships. That's right. You guys fucking heard me. They have free ice cream on the ships. Right, ah, and we ate a lot of it. And he was around there, I guess, to satiate his 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 hellacious children with the with the promising temptation of ice cream if they only stopped yelling, which they didn't do. They had ice cream; they were yelling anyway. And he was just sitting there with a the thousand yard stare, surrounded by his yelling family. And I'm and I'm just like, man, that sucks. And like, I for some reason just looked at his wrist at his wrist, and I'm like, holy shit, he's wearing an orange monster on the bracelet. Like, I want to go and talk to you, but it seems like you need your moment. Like you say, it seems like you- I'm sure. I'm sure there's some good. There's some good dad watching on the on the ship. Um, you know, people watching is fun, but in Disney, this last time, I th- I thought it was more fun uh, finding dads. You see, uh, and, and how they deal with things, it's pretty fun. You see a lot of dead-eyed young fathers here at Disney <laughs> pushing a stroller, um, 
once their eyes might have been filled with the vitality of youth, hope, and just prosperity, and the idea that they could do whatever they wanted, and and you know all that all that crashed on the rocks, and now they're they're pushing a stroller for a tiny human, a tiny expensive human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw I saw a guy outside. It was uh, it was at Epcot outside of the uh, the main like Mexico area yeah. where you go in and do that stuff. Um, and he was he was just sitting on the ground with like a like a I don't know what kind of hat, but whatever. He had he had like a like a cowboy hat on, okay. <laughs> but um, and a stroller with a sleeping kid in the stroller. Kid was way too old for a stroller to begin with. Oh, yeah, that's a big that's um, a big problem at Disney. <laughs> yeah. So and he was just like he was going to town um on this like burrito bowl and it was just like resting on his like beer belly and he just had like guac like dribbling down his chin and i had to tell him i'm like dude you look like you're having a dad moment i just told him he's like this is amazing the kid was asleep the the kid was asleep that's why and he it was just just total total escape it was amazing from from people i've talked to like those little moments where you can actually have like a quiet solo meal you eat like you're in the army you eat as fast as you can (laughs) and under any conditions because that's 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 your meal time you now eat you now have to eat like a bird afraid to be eaten by a hawk you know what i mean you just eat as fast as you fucking can because you don't know when the hawk's gonna come and get you you don't know when your kid's gonna wake back up again yeah, he he didn't have a he didn't have a, a cool watch though. I did see some cool watches. I saw I saw a Speedmaster at the airport. Um, nice. Saw a dude with an AP, some kind of AP, Jeez. also at the airport. Um, and on the flight back home, there was a guy with my my dearest. It's the uh, the Explorer to the forty two millimeter one. Uh, you saw you saw some crazy guy. watches, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Speedmaster was the one that that got me because you know I I don't I don't expect to see too many people wearing them. I, I don't know. I guess I guess it's becoming more popular with like uh, non-watch people. But my my, yeah, my gut reaction to say is the Speedmaster is like one of the more visual cues of the watch enthusiast but as you were discussing recently with your with the the, the guy whose wedding you went to, he just bought the watch because yeah. it looked cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It Uh-oh. makes me it makes me think how how Omega is is tailoring their their marketing. Maybe it's maybe it's all the George Clooney billboards and like the James Bond stuff. Dude, I'll tell you it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Every every Omega boutique that I've seen has been next to a mall food court. <laughs> okay. So if I can get if I can get bourbon chicken and fried rice at the same time as seeing an Omega, that's just subliminal. That's just like I, you know what I'm saying. I feel like every Omega boutique I've seen is next to the food court. The, the 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 whole reaction happens in the gut and that that releases all these like hormones that makes you want to buy a speedmaster the way to a neurologist heart is obviously through his stomach guys let's 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 get it. all right yeah. and they spray the inside of the store with the the bourbon chicken oh. odor oh, <laughs> that's that's the that's the real secret that's the secret of omega success aerosol bourbon chicken you heard it here folks yeah. <laughs> cool that's disgusting <laughs> oh my god but no the cruise was cool man it was um i was sad that it was over that disney treated us incredibly um we had some noise issues with the family next to us because they had they had a kid who decided it was a good idea to wake up at 5 a.m two days in a row just screaming like he was on fire you know what i mean yeah 
Um, I do that sometimes. I've heard, I've heard of that happening. And so the second morning, I called the front desk and I'm like, hey, I'm not normally one to complain. I, I'm a younger sibling. I didn't say the last part. Um, uh, but the family next door is being incredibly loud. It's five in the morning. It's technically within quiet hours. I know they have a young child and I'm, I'm understanding of that, but is there anything that we can like do or do I have any options or anything that you can do to let them know how loud, not necessarily how thin the wall is, but how their, their Mortal Kombat Sindel child's voice throwing is able to penetrate the matter. <laughs> like, is there any, uh, is there any nice way of telling <laughs> telling them that and she was like oh my goodness i'm so sorry sir here one moment let me give you a call back and i'm like all right she's probably gonna call me and tell me to pack up my shit and get the fuck off the ship you know let's 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 see what happens but um she called me back and she they upgraded us to another room which was a nicer room but that had no families around it oh nice how insane is that dude yeah, very cool. I'm just like, I'm like, this is so not. I thought, I thought you're, I thought you're telling me to go fuck myself. You know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> this is so cool. And then when we got to the new room, there was a, there was a bottle of like sparkling white wine waiting for us as like an apology as well. It was so cool, man. You know? <laughs> it was insane. Like it's ridiculous. Nice. Like it, so, they, they they treated us really, really well. It was, it was absolutely incredible time. Um, but I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be getting back into the the, the, the watch feed. Happy to be getting back to the podcast again. Super, super apologize for missing that one episode. Michael, I think I've been talking way, 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 way too much. If you got if you guys have any questions or anything that I didn't mention in further detail or anything I said I was gonna talk about, I didn't talk about, just hit us up in the comments or email or DM us. I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions like that. But I wanna leave time. Michael, I need you to catch me up. What the hell has been happening? Our watches I mean, our watches done. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> this just in watches suck. Oh, thank God. I've been waiting for this for so anything, any, whatever it'll take to get the price of the Rolex blue dial two tone so to just fucking go down. You know what I mean? If we can get like if we can get like 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 the like a dictator wearing that watch, may, no, that, that doesn't work like that. For some reason, dictators wearing watches, I think makes the cost go up potentially, right? It does. I I think so. I th- I think people think it's uh, cooler. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Sakes. What's happening in watches? SIHH happened. Yeah, SIHH happened, um, and you know we we talked we talked like the weeks leading up to the show, right. uh, and and whether or not it's something we care about or would even discuss, because um, because usually it's you know SIHH is is more of a high end show. Right. It's more uh, exclusive. It's, it's more of the orological elite, I would say. Um, yeah, it's it's f- it's more it's less accessible to the general. It's supposed to be less accessible to the general watch person. Yeah, yeah, it's like you go to a car show, but it's only concept cars or something. <laughs> right, so like that that kind of exclusivity. Right. Um, but you know these these are still production models and and stuff like that. Some some aren't actually production models, but uh, it, it was uh, it was apparently pretty different this year. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm just talking as a spectator at this point um but it was it was interesting to see that some brands uh came in with lower price models you know i I thought about i thought about how important it would be to kind of have brands like jlc uh iwc explore the um three to five thousand dollar range we haven't gotten to the (laughs) we haven't gotten to the lower end of that but we're getting closer (laughs) um and and I just personally I I saw watches from brands that I'd never really paid 
much attention to that actually really caught my eye. Okay. Um, and they were they were really really well executed. Also, you know, like like any high end car show, of course, you wanna you wanna check out like the craziest of the crazy supercar. And like there were certainly watches like that at SIHH, and that's you know that's part of what makes SIHH what it is. You know, I've right like 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 the Richard Meal RM six six six, which runs off the nightmares of children. Yes, yeah, that is, that is <laughs> not a real watch. Please, no one. I don't. I don't think that's a real watch. No one Google that. <laughs> Uh, that's that sounds that sounds like that sounds kind of like a good idea. Right? Maybe we should we should write to Mister Monsieur Emile. Monsieur um, Monsieur Emile, would you like to power watch <laughs> off of the nightmares of children? <laughs> Come on, let's make it happen, dude. Come on, Dick Mill, let's make it happen. <laughs> I hope you don't listen to this show. But off the uh, kind of off off the top of my head, you know, we can start with <clears> like. <throat> the craziest of the crazy watches I think it's a good place and to start. um yeah yeah it's a it's a pretty good place to start so this year kind of the the first one that i saw that just blew my mind was the um it's the richard mille rm 53-01 it's a it's a tourbillon for um for a polo player that that works with them i, I forget his name <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm laughing at something else it's a it's a it's a watch for polo, um, and it's it's nine hundred thousand dollars. Oh, good, good. I'll, I'll bag it up. <laughs> bag, bag it up, up guys. <laughs> what was it? Richard? I'm trying to Google. I'm trying to Google it. You you pull out like four credit cards. Just just spread it around. Dude, just spread just max around. out every single line of credit I could possibly even think of having right now. What is the what is the model uh, number again? I'm Google I'm googling it. It, it's the RM fifty three dash zero one. It's uh, and it's you know, it's it's a cool. I mean, it's a cool watch. It has the uh, the same, the same kind of uh, carbon TPT case that they do, mm-hmm. which is probably super lightweight. Um, and I, a very ironic uh, Velcro strap <laughs> for something so expensive. Uh, but what's what's neat about this watch is that the movement is actually suspended. Uh, within the case so like almost suspended in midair inside of the watch with a cable and pulley system so this is kind of meant to uh, absorb the shock that you might experience when playing polo uh, whacking balls or if you're beating your horse to death i, I don't know what you're gonna do but whatever makes I you a good polo player there what, what, whether yeah, it's knowing just, the rules or just bludgeoning your horse to death yeah yeah, the harder you hit your horse with the mallet, that's that's who wins, Why right? Why is there so much animal cruelty on this show? Can we talk about that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we love animals. Can we just say that? We Can do. we just emphasize how much we love animals, guys? And we just talked about freeing mice. Eh? We we balance it. That's out. true. Oh my god, Jesus! But yeah, that's that's what polo players do. Let my do, people go, I'm... man. That's insane, dude. I'm looking at this watch right now. It's interesting. You know, as ridiculous as it is, and the fact that it's like nine hundred thousand dollars. I th- I thought the whole cable thing was pretty cool. I think they did it one time before for like a, a Nadal watch, like the the tennis player. Sure, but um, yeah, you know, you I can mean, like really see it. I'm here looking at this thing cables. now. It is it is interesting. I mean, that's cool. I mean, should I mean, these people work, be working cool. on Cold Fusion or something like that? Like, I I just feel like this mental resource could be used somewhere else, way more. De- definitely, I I would I would totally agree. Yeah, man. I mean, it looks cool, but I'm not paying a million dollars for it. What's this? <laughs> what's this guy's name? Turbion Pablo Mac Macdon Macdon pa- Pablo McDonut <laughs> is is what I 
say in my head. Um, I don't know. Pablo McDonut it is. Uh, Sir Donut, if you listen to the show, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't follow Polo. I don't know how it Dude, works. I don't know people still play Polo. Are. Seriously, I thought that was just ironically, like, drunken in your front yard when your parents aren't home. Like, people, like, actually, like, yeah, look at this guy. He's just crushing this horse with his body weight while he swings a hammer. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so there, there is there is that watch. You know, that that's kind of over the top. Um just totally out of this world. Agreed, yes. But there is there is another there is another watch that kind of just this watch actually blew my mind and um it was on day 1 of SIHH and I was talking to a couple of different listeners on Instagram like DM and stuff and a couple of us came to the conclusion that the show was actually over after day 1 because of what this brand did. Jesus, which which and it which was watch? it was it was the Longa triple split. So A Longa and Zona came out with uh, with a watch called the triple split. And basically what it is, it's uh, so you know what a split second chronograph is. The central chronograph hand splits into two so you can time two different things. Correct. Um, so they came out with a watch called the triple split. So you can split the chronograph seconds, you can split the minutes, and you can split the hours. Jesus Christ. So before that, they did the double split. Nobody had nobody has done it uh, since them. So they're the only ones to do the double. And now they did the triple split. Just, and it just, just like it sounds like we're talking about gymnastics moves. Can I can I, can I just say that? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one has attempted yeah. to do 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 the triple split before. But then Romanov came off and did the and the triple split. And everyone was went wild. It was a crazy man. It's like oh, yeah, it's fucking fucking go go Romanov. This thing is insane. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. Dude, and the the thing is, like, I think the watch is wow. like, I, you you know how a longa movement looks. It's just like insane depth, right? It, it just it's it's magical. I don't know, like whether whether you like the brand or not. If you turn one of the watches around, it's just insane. Jesus. But this watch, I think this watch is maybe like fourteen, almost fifteen millimeters thick. So you have this insane depth, like where the movement lives it looks like, like the dream city from inception can we, <laughs> yeah, can we talk about that it looks like the dream yeah. city from inception in the back of this fucking watch jesus but it's Christ. uh it's com- it's completely just completely unnecessary and and longa came in swinging their huge dick on day one <laughs> and just like man <laughs> shut the yeah. house down exactly and, oh. and you know it makes me wonder it makes me wonder about you know what kind of what kind of new utility um, you can you can experience when when using a watch like this? I don't know if like you're a long haul pilot or something, and you want to time I don't know, three different. The, the fact is, you can time longer intervals of something with the well, triple. Split. How much is this watch? It's, a, it's I think it's one hundred and forty seven thousand. No, they're they're just gonna use their iPhone to do that, Michael. This is, <laughs> right. this is ridiculous. I I really don't see a practical application of this watch. In the yeah. same way, along and wanted to show people how big their dicks were. That's what this watch. This watch is a dick statement watch. I don't. I, I can't see people. I really can't see someone buying this for their work. I don't. I I understand yeah, the I function. Don't think so. I don't think so either. I understand the <laughs> function of this piece. I think it's incredible. I think. Every Swiss scientist's life that was lost in making this watch was lost in a very good cause. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I don't think this is like, I I don't think this has everyday application. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you're, I hope, you're probably. I right. hope no scientist. I'm not even Swiss. I guess I guess it's a German brand, isn't it? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass. I, however, German German scientists lost their lives. 
and the production of this one. God, this thing is crazy beautiful, though. I mean, aesthetically, yeah. it, it's it's done very well. Yeah, you you can't you can't deny it. You no. know? even if you, they're just they're just gorgeous watches, and you know, even if you look at their entry level models or something like a datograph, it's just they're they're fascinating. It could have been super just, easy for this triple. Watches. What the hell's it called? Triple split. It yeah. could have been super easy for this triple split to look like General Grievous's tonsils, but like, like it's it's visually it's it's it is beautiful. Like they, it's not easy to do something like this and have it all be so, I mean, you know, balanced. Yeah. You know? yeah. Wow. Some some other watches. Um, let me take a look here. What else? So um, there was another brand that was showing some new watches and that was a uh, Mont Blanc. And did you, did you uh, buy actually, did you buy their Marilyn Monroe pen? Do they have one? <laughs> I, I thought they did. I thought I walked by one uh, a couple of weeks ago and there was a Marilyn Monroe, Monroe pen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, they make pens. I don't know much about the pens. I don't know anything about the pens. But they uh so they came out with a watch called the uh the 1858 chronograph. And it's just a, it's a very cool two register black dial chronograph. Um, you can put it on a NATO. I think they, I think they sell it with a NATO possibly. 18, but, 1858. Um, I apologize. What's it called? Yeah. Mont Blanc 1858. Um, it's an automatic chronograph with these big like pump pushers, super vintagey cathedral hands. Um, and I think, I think this might be an in-house movement. I'm not sure. And the pricing is around like, I want to say 4,000, maybe a little less than 4,000 in stainless steel, which is, it's a lot of money, but I don't, I don't, I wasn't expecting to see something like that from SIHH. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, and I love, I think my favorite thing about this watch is the old Mont Blanc logo with like the actual, like mountain in the text <laughs> oh, is this is this the geosphere one that i'm looking at right now or is, is, is that something else i think that's something else okay i'm looking at mont blanc 1858 geosphere sih 2018 no. that's not right no. is, it, is it a mono pusher it's not a mono pusher but we'll 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 include it in the yeah. show notes it's a it's a very cool watch i think they even and this might bug some people i think they went with like aged loom you know for it but Whatever, whatever you think about that. Um, oh, I got, a picture. I got a picture here. Oh, this thing is cool. Yeah, this thing is <laughs> this thing is really cool. Actually, I'm not paying four thousand bucks for the river the fuck, but this thing is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and um, on the crazier side of things, there's a. I I I wouldn't even think that I would like this kind of watch, but I do like the Royal Oak, and they came out with the Royal Oak that is. Uh, it's one of the jumbo extra thin models, but the whole thing is made out of titanium and platinum. Jesus. And Christ. there's kind of there's kind of this like weird visual contrast that you get with the bezel now. It just doesn't look like any other Royal Oak, I'd say. And and the fact that it's so thin um is just really impressive. It looks it looks like a really old school Royal Oak being the the jumbo and everything. But uh, I'm sure I bet this watch in person with the platinum and the titanium I, it probably feels insane. Is it this blue dial one I'm looking at right now? Yeah, it's a blue dial um, wow. and limited to 250 pieces. The price is 34800 
So if you guys are in the market for that, you know, you know, it doesn't cost thirty four thousand dollars, <laughs> Michael. Cookies, cookies are fucking cheap as shit. We really need to rock this two broke cookie snobs idea. I think it can go places, man. I think there's a, I think there's a market for it. There is, there is. I bet. we could we could but... private label cookies for like fifty cents. <laughs> you didn't have to cost a private label a goddamn watch. Oh God! Right? This thing's three D print one. this thing is pretty interesting actually i there's something about the watch which is keeping me from the 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 ap um this royal oak we're talking about um that's keep that it's preventing me from clicking with the watch i don't know i don't know what it is exactly you know the royal oak comes in so many different flavors are these normally two-handers not all of them, okay. no. So the fifteen four hundred that I really like, that's a that's a three hander. But the two hand look is more traditional to the seventies, like Genta design. Uh, right. Like if you find an original Patek Nautilus, for example, those were also two hand. I believe I could be wrong, but I think they were. Um, <clears throat> so on top of the thirty four thousand dollars, how many thousand dollars more do I have to pay to get a third hand put on here? Well, you can pay much less. You can just get a stainless steel one for around nineteen thousand. That's the fifteen four hundred, uh, and you you get a nice nice old second hand and a cool royal oak bracelet. <laughs> I, I can basically confirm right now. I'm never going to be in the last situation to purchase a nineteen thousand dollar watch. <laughs> uh, if I am, I'm going to just buy four of those two tone blue dial stubs. I think. Four? four. Just the four of them. Just the four. Both wrists and both ankles? Yep. Well, no. Uh, one for me, one for Becky, one for Ying, the cat, one for Yang, the other cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, think that, I think that feels right. <laughs> but the last, <clears throat> let's see, the last watch I'm going to bring up is, is actually a lot of fun. It's more um, in line with what we usually talk about. It's from a brand that I wasn't expecting to have any interest in. Okay. Um, and it's a uh, it's a bomb and Mercier, and interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a bomb and Mercier. Uh, it's called the Clifton Bombatic, and I don't know what that name means, that but that that's, means. that's what it's called. Uh, it's priced at two thousand seven hundred ninety, so it's still kind of expensive. But once again, not not a price tag I'd expect to see at SIHH. Bomb, like bomb, B-O-M, how the fuck do you spell it? I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I would say it's it's a B-A-U. Oh. Yeah. He, so he, a he ran like a dumbass, like a brown guy trying to type in the word bomb. bomb attic into my fucking Google. Yeah, get my door kicked in. <laughs> that won't take very long. Bomb attic. All right. Uh, it's, a, it's just a nice, uh, it's a nice three-hand uh, dress watch with a crosshair dial. Uh, white dial dated three o'clock it's a five-day chronometer certified movement i i haven't figured out yet if it's uh like in-house or anything like that i i, I doubt it i'd be really impressed um but you know just just kind of something something to bring you back down to earth <laughs> after <laughs> after looking at the triple split and the uh you know the the polo richard meal whatever it says it's the caliber it's the manual caliber MB12. I mean, if anything, it's it's definitely modified. It's definitely a modified something. Yeah, 
but man, five days, you know, cask. Yeah. Uh, that's like, you know, if, if you have like an office job and you, you want a really nice watch to just wear every single day, like it's not bad, you know? Um, if you're into the brand, I, I once again, I, I don't, I don't casually look at what they offer, but I, I thought it was pretty impressive. And it was, it was nice to see something, you know, below $3,000 at SIH. Wait, am I, just, I, I wouldn't have expected. I'm so that. sorry. Am I seeing the right watch? It says this thing has a silicone. Where'd it go? A silicone thing? A silicone. A silicone it's thing. got a silicone balance spring. I mean, the use of silicone. That's not, that's not, that's not out of this world. It's just unusual know. for a watch brand. Like, I feel like that, that sort of technical innovation would be like in Omega at, at this price range. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 120 yeah. hour power reserve. Interesting. A T magnetic. Wow. This thing's pretty cool, actually, dude. This is, this, this is, yeah, this is a, a pretty cool watch. It's nice. I just I just found it again, and it does have um. Yeah, it does have a silicon uh, powerscape escapement. Yeah, you're probably looking at the at the right one. I like it because the crosshair dial it's super vintagey. You know what I mean? Oh, and I, I usually hate those damn crosshair <laughs> dials. I don't I don't like it. I don't like the ones. You mean you don't you don't want you don't want a, an Omega Seamaster Deville with the crosshair dial, bro? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is it's tasteful, it's nice. You know, the date is at three o'clock, but it doesn't bug me. It doesn't look like a lazy date window either. Um just a lot a lot to like. If I if watch, I had three thousand bucks to casually spend and I was pretty happy with my watch watch collection, I'd take a stab at this watch. If I knew I could flip it for I mean, at least half the price I paid. If I had that kind of money, I would the same. I would take the same sort of approach to that um, Frederick Constant um, flyback chrono from last year's Basel. Yeah, but this is. I mean, that's kind of what stands out to me right now. You know, just it hasn't been long since the show's been over. But, right. Um, you know, and the whole watch world is getting ready for for Basel now, which will be even crazier. But you know, these this is what sticks out at me now. Um, you know, Vastron came out with like a new entry level collection called the 56, but I think entry level for them is like a little over 11,000 for the cheapest one. So who the fuck do they think is popular in the world? <laughs> like, They're trying, I guess. <laughs> who does Vastron think the world is constituted with? Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and JL JLC came out with, um, a whole new Polaris collection. And that's got like the Memovox, like alarm, like nice. dive style watch. And, um, nice. you know, those look pretty cool. I, I don't know the prices off the top of my head now, but they were, it's, I saw more toolish watches than I was expecting. You know, that Mont Blanc, for example, and the whole yeah. DJLC Polaris collection. It, it was, it was a good mix of everything I would say, but, but the best part is, is seeing brands kind of tiptoe around these, you know, more affordable price brackets if you can call them affordable i would say it is affordable in, for sih i think it's fair <laughs> to say in relation to last year or previous years yeah 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 it's it wasn't one of those years um when like every brand came out with like just the most ridiculous shit right. you know because because that certainly has happened and this was i feel like the show was a little quieter um you know a little bit more reserved and uh, a lot of experimentation. I think there was a lot of experimentation with pricing, 
with design, even with overall management, and I'd say some of the marketing that was done. Um, so yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, my, you know. my big question is: Did did Timex release any new Snoopy watches? <laughs> have they ever made Snoopy watches? Yeah, they do the, the, the they do that Charlie Brown. I think I think I think it's a line of like Charles Schultz peanut watches that are just the Charlie oh Brown God. watch. Yeah, um, okay, I'll get that instead of a, a Speedmaster Silver Snoopy edition. If we that's that's perfect. <laughs> I, totally, I totally forgot they did that. Yeah, Snoopy's yeah, like the, the the NASA symbol for safety or whatever, right? Yep, yep. that's awesome. No, I would totally I would. All right, listen, listen, Timex. <clears throat> you listen. Now you listen. Now you now you listen to me, Timex. All right. I would in a I would literally open up my wallet, and once the moths flew out, I would write you a check for whatever the hell it costs. My check is my checks are good. <clears throat> checks are good. Whatever it would cost to pay for a mechanical chronograph with the with the Red Baron Snoopy on it. <laughs> like a, it's got to be like a pilot chronograph exactly pretty- <laughs> how cool would that be oh that'd be so oh dude i dude take my money like literally i'm gonna i will i will i will spread my legs open you could just take my fucking money you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh, red oh, baron man. pilot chronograph mechanical timex yes 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 i would pay like what would you pay for that watch $200. I would pay two hundred dollars for that watch as well. I really feel like that's probably a good price for Timex, actually. <laughs> but it's probably going to cost more. Considering- I would pay. I would pay more if on the uh, the counterweight of the Chronograph Second Hand, I had a Woodstock flying around. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and every time you reset it, it just went crazy. Oh my God. Yes, dude. We have to. Yes, we have to get into the Timex offices. Where are they located? Is it Missouri? Connecticut. Why the fuck do I always do that? <laughs> I never know where those motherfuckers are. Lo- I'm always just like, oh, I think these days, I think they, they at least have a museum there. I thought I they know. were in Indianapolis because I know Victor, Vic, Victorinox is in Connecticut. Are they? Huh. Yeah. I, 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 I thought they were. I mean, you're probably right. I'm usually wrong, which I'm okay with. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about that brand. Um, I wish I knew more. Yeah, right? But um, But that's interesting. I think it's it's... I think it's interesting to see kind of to get your take on what happened at SIHH. Um, I'd also be really interested to hear other people's opinions. I know we're probably kind of far removed from SIHH, but two book watch knobs are playing catch up right now. And um, I think it's still fun to talk about. I think there's still a room room to talk about it. Um, Is it time to start wrapping up, you think? Yeah, I I mean, that's that's pretty much uh, that's that's what stands out. We need to do a shout out. Do we? Uh, uh, the uh, YouTube video. Are you okay with that? Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for so it. So I just want to do a shout out. So sorry we're a little late on the uptake or upkeep or or, or, or whatever. I'm, I'm not really good with idioms. I don't know if you guys are good yet. <laughs> <laughs> but a huge shout out to um, really, really lo- uh, uh, awesome listener. He's a good friend of the show, um, Random Rob. Um, he's on Instagram. He's on YouTube. He did a YouTube video, and it, we're just catching wind of it now. So sorry, Rob. It's been a crazy. It's been it's been it's been a crazy couple of weeks, man. Getting married is apparently a big deal. <clears throat> People tell me. Um, he did a video on the burning house watch. The idea of if your home was on fire and everyone's safe, and we've talked about this in the show before. Everyone's safe. You know, all of all the pets and family and everything like that. You know, they're out of the house. And you had time. Your house is on fire. 
you had time to only grab one watch. What watch do you grab? The other ones are gonna get lost. The other ones are gonna be lost in the fire. They'll they'll be they'll be, they'll, they'll return to the fires of Mordor. You only have time to grab <laughs> one watch. What watch do you grab? I thought it was really cool because he's got a lot of great comments from people um, in that video. So we'll throw a link up on the show notes. Uh, definitely go and check it out. Uh, the video is just titled "Burning House Watch," I believe. Um, he tells he tells like a really like a really interesting story just in regards to. Not how, how he was in that situation, but he had a sort of a situation happen to him before he started collecting watches and it made him kind of reflect on, and this is something we're always emphasizing, like you need to be a thoughtful collector. If you're not a thoughtful collector in these trip, in these just crazy days, then you're just another consumer. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that, that's, that's honestly no way to spend 34,500 bucks or however the fuck much that Audemars Piquet was. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but you need to be educated. Consumer. The only way you can do that is if you're, is if you're a thoughtful collector, or however I phrase that. I'm not entirely sure anymore. I'm two beers in, so anything's possible right now. But um, he kind of used the burning house scenario as a really good just situation to to to, to just learn about himself as a collector. He, he, I won't reveal his burning house watch. If you're if you're a fan of the show at all or his Instagram feed, it should be a surprise to you. But um. But it's really, really cool. Go and check it out. Check out his videos in general. They're really a lot of fun. Uh, I, 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 I find them just super enjoyable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Super relaxing. Yeah. Therapeutic <laughs> Seiko content. Yeah. And he's, he's, he has more watches that he's <clears throat> bringing on the channel lately. He got a cool Doxa in. Nice. Uh, he got that new Steinhardt 39 millimeter um, military. Oh, so, yeah. Really? I would check it out. Shit, yeah. that's but uh, yeah, so so huge shout out to Rob, random Rob. Thank you so much, man, um, uh, for for giving us a shout out on that on that uh, that specific YouTube video um, with the burning house watch. Really happy that the scenario, the idea resonates with you. Uh, really, just promoting you know thoughtful collectors. It's, it's just no no way to live any other way when you're collecting watches. But uh, is it time for a very strange recap? <laughs> it's time. Uh, I got married. That happened. Um, wedding went really, really great. Thank you, everyone, for all the well wishes. That, but also, by the way, man, Mike posted a picture on the day of my wedding of me wearing the big zero. Dude, thank you guys so much. Like, there were so many. You see how many comments around that fucking post, dude? Everyone just like being super nice and just like giving Becky and I like best wishes and everything like that. And all the DMs and the emails, like. Up until this point, before we started doing the podcast, I thought the internet was just full of just, 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 just pedophiles and vitriol. You know what I mean? And and those two things are are there, yes, but it's also full of really good people, and that's you guys. <laughs> you guys are super, super cool. A lot of really well, like not nice, well wishes. So thank you for that. That was really, really cool. Um, wedding would would went great. Uh, um, you'll um, there's a picture. Some pictures I'll probably I'll probably put up from there. Um, so I did a recap of that. Also did a recap of uh, the cruise. On the cruise, I bought the Raketa Big Zero. I brought, not bought, brought, brought the Raketa Big Zero, the Squala Atmos 30, uh, Seiko Sumo, Seiko Samurai, Atmos 30, Raketa on the most wrist time, Samurai. I wore it once on Castaway K, the Disney Island um, on the beach. Samurai, or Sumo was on the beach. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. Samurai, didn't work, sorry. Um, I saw I saw, I saw, saw one of the ship's officers wearing a Speedmaster. Saw a really dead-eyed vacation dad rocking an orange monster. Uh... What else? What else for recapping? SIHH, Mike caught me up on all the craziness. Um, just really just I'm, 
across the spectrum, I think you chose really cool watches be, between that Richard Mille RM53-01 or 07 or whatever the fuck it was. M- you know, fucking M- McDonald's watch. Uh, McDonald's watch. <laughs> if anyone plays polo, is he like a well-known player? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many polo players we have on the show, man, but anything's possible. From that watch all the way to that bottom of Mercier or Mercer, whatever you say, that's a brand I honestly, I, I never really thought to. I, I, I feel like it's the duty-free watch of the airport or like the Cologne watch. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I like I said, I don't pay much attention to them, wow. but that's that was a nice, noteworthy, impressive. Yeah charming release at SIH. Yeah, and I, I love being surprised by that shit, so that was definitely a good choice too. Um, so yeah, uh, again, really sorry for missing Monday's, last Monday's episode, but we hope you guys enjoyed the the opportunity to flash giveaway. We'll be doing that stuff more. In addition, keep an eye out for a 4,000 follower um, uh, uh, Instagram watch giveaway. We're giving away a watch. The rules that we implemented on ourselves stipulate that every time the two broke cookie snob, two broke watch snobs, sorry, reach... <laughs> acquire uh, uh, a thousand more followers will we'll, we'll, we'll give away a watch so that's what we're doing we just got to figure out what we're going to give away we have a couple ideas uh, Michael and I will probably throw it back and forth internally and we'll come together with it um, also a huge thank you to everyone that submitted questions for our third Patreon special if you have no idea what I'm talking about we do another podcast on Patreon we try and do it once a month. It's free. Other pay, other podcasts kind of uh, they charge for that, but we like the idea of paying it up there for free. Uh, go and check it out. They're forty. They're usually forty minute episodes. Um, the third episode we're doing is like a question and answer. Really kind of fun idea that we thought would be great to do for a long time. So you send in questions. We'll choose them. We'll give you a shout out on on the show, and we'll answer the question to the best of our ability. It can be about anything. Watches about the show. Um, production of the show, anything, anything, anything. We just love that idea. So we've gotten a lot of great questions already, but I want more because I love the idea of doing it as a reoccurring segment. Um, and then while you're on the Patreon, if you want, you can check it out. You can sort of read our our kind of like our orology views and how we want the show to grow and how we want the show really to always serve you guys. We never ever want to feel like we're beholden to brands, to brands or to sponsors or things like that. It's the listeners. The, the show wouldn't exist without the listeners. You know, well, the show might exist, but no one listens to it without the listeners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can check that out, read it. And if you feel so inclined, if we've made you laugh, if we've made your commute any more enjoyable, if we helped the workday go by a little bit smoother, it'd mean a lot if you went and contributed uh, um, you can donate there. I think I think you can donate like a buck, but we recommend like four bucks, one buck per episode. There's four episodes per month, so obviously no obligation. You could go to the Patreon, listen to podcast and Patreon special for free and not donate, but just throwing it out there because some people have been asking. So that's why we want to make that available. Um, am I missing anything? No, that was a really in-depth recap. Thank you. Is that your way of saying I talk too much? Because you can just tell. No, no. <laughs> You're allowed. It's been a while. <laughs> okay, here. I'll, uh, you, you, you start. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Thanks, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Book Watchdogs. Later. Later.